0: program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC.
1: The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You
2: know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it.
1: Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff UF and at Pat underscore dueling the grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold it's time to tailgate here are jeff and pat all right hello
3: everybody welcome into another edition of the tailgate brought to you by all of our great sponsors i don't know why this fell off into my lap i didn't touch it but it did um All right, so uh, Pat Dooley and Jeff Cardozo here on a Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. I am uh, thrilled that I got done with my two big stories today and I'm ready to just talk and have fun today. So nothing but fun today. I'm not going to let anybody ruin what's now a good mood, which was a bad mood when I woke up this morning. Nice. Because when you have that much to write, and I still love writing. In fact, the thing I was doing, one of the things I was doing was kind of a basketball preview. I got a little help from... Our friend Chris Harry uh, cluing me in on some things, make sure I get it right. Um, but that I enjoyed writing that. I was sitting there and I got into a flow. So I still there's still that love for the for the written word. That's good, even though it never tell actually you, ends Alex up. Alex
4: Condon is going to be pretty good.
3: Yeah, um, they got a lot of guys. I think, are, but again, you never know. I this was the theme of my story was about how look last year. Uh, Todd Golden came in here, really liked his team, said we're going to be better rebounding team and we're going to be better at three-point shooting. Didn't <laughs> happen? No, didn't. You forgot that Alex Fudge was going to shoot 19% for the year um, and still keep shooting it. But anyway, it, I think it'll be better this year, and we'll see how it goes. I'm looking forward to it. It'll be a lot of fun. But uh, it was kind of fun to, to write that and to write uh, for uh, Gators Wire, 12 Things Georgia, when I got done with it I was like, this is not gonna go well for Florida. I I just don't I, I have a real feel for this game that I haven't had for hardly well, I, I had a feel for McNeese and Charlotte. Yeah. And Vanderbilt, I guess. I had a feel for that. The other four, no feel at all. I have a feel for this one.
4: Didn't you say the Florida
3: was gonna beat Kentucky? I think I picked Florida, but I didn't have a feel for how they – like when people ask you in the Seven Eleven or the grocery store or the – Do they still have 7 uh, No, not Circle here. Circle uh, Ours is a Chevron, so <laughs> uh, that's the one I go to all the time. Which is
4: the most expensive gas in the whole city. Never buy gas there. No.
3: No, I go to the Circle K, actually. Uh, the one over on 13th at the – Top of the turn there mm-hmm. always has about one cent lower than everybody else, but now it's what's weird, and I I don't want to get it off on my favorite subject, which drives my wife crazy. Because when you get to be this old, you start going, "It's down to three twenty two, huh, ah, What a <laughs> great day this is in America, huh, ah, The gas down to three twenty one. Oh, I think it just went down another cent, but uh, the the gas stations out there um, by the interstate on thirty ninth. Usually have the lowest prices, which is amazing. It used to be the opposite, where they would have the highest prices. But maybe they're trying to lure people in.
4: Probably, Sam's is still the cheapest in town. But then there's always a wait. Like, why would you wait Uh, for gas unless uh, there's a hurricane,
3: hurricane or gas shortage? Or I, I, I'm curious why the the prices have gone back down again. You know. But anyway, we're not here to talk about gas prices, Jeff. We're here to talk sports and. And real quick though, with that,
4: like you say, it's a cent cheaper than everything else. Yeah. So, how many gallons is your tank? I don't know. Sixteen. Sixteen. Whatever. So it is. you're saving sixteen cents. de do. No, Why I. Why is
3: that a big deal? Oh, I don't go out of my way to get cheap one cent cheaper gas. I'm just saying it. It always is. I just know that. Okay. Because I drive, I have to go out thirty nine to go to Spurriers to do the podcast. So I always see those prices. And, yes, now I look because, obviously, we went to a little gas issue with the prices getting out of whack, and now they're back to normal.
4: Well, this is uh, back to normal. The uh, The UFC, which – do you watch UFC? No. You don't like people beating each other's brains on? I,
3: I could see it in any football game, any day of the yes. week. Just go there and go and Without squat. blood. In the NFL, you go to any game where – Two teams are playing in the NFL, and you can find a, a really good fight in the stands. Any game.
4: Very true. NFL for sure. I keep There's always videos.
3: NFL or Miami uh, Hurricanes game. There's always videos of somebody beating the crap out of somebody.
4: And, and real quickly – hurricanes. Well, no, let me finish this so we don't get too scattered. But UFC has uh, launched a new partnership like we have here on the show with uh, Anheuser-Busch. So Bud Light is going to be their uh, huge sponsor again. So they have uh, merged and done that. So that'll be fun. They were uh, together for a really long time and then obviously something happened. But back at the uh, the Bud Light brand will be uh, all over the place again. Um, going back to miami hurricanes yes okay remember alex cora yes he cheated with the astros yes and that's how they uh, won because jose Altuve yes. had a piece on they couldn't rip off his shirt yes well i'm glad the oh, astros oh. lost last night oh I'm that's my tie real. to miami even though cora is now the manager of the red sox it was nice to see houston go down yeah
3: the red sox haven't been very good since he got over there he's can't cheat anymore
4: exactly and that's they cheated when he played in miami that's how they used to win i know and ever since they got caught they don't win anymore so there you go
3: well that was part of my dream sequence and the other part could happen tonight but at least that we have a game seven tonight gives us something to watch give arizona a lot of credit yeah uh that was stunning though that they were able to whack him around like that so does suarez pitch tonight is it Who's up next for them? I don't think so. How about that knowing that? That's pretty good.
4: What's his first name? Eduardo? Ranger.
3: <laughs> it's close.
4: So Ranger trying to play the Rangers.
3: That'll be good. That'll be a good game. But uh, yeah, I was really happy the uh the Astros are done. Very happy. I, I ever since that because I had no opinion on the Houston Astros in my lifetime. I, I you know who I loved? Jim Wynn, the toy cannon they called him. He used to hit a lot of homers uh, for for the Astros, and I liked um, Bob Watson when he was on that team too. So, but I didn't, you know, I, I didn't really, I, I didn't care about the Houston Astros. But when the cheating thing well, happened, yeah, Nolan I just, Ryan, I didn't care. Mike Scott, I we no, I, Mike Scott was very impressive. Nolan Ryan, it always bothered me that people will rave about him when his record was like five hundred. Because he played on crappy teams. Because well, he couldn't throw strikes all the time. That's not true. Yes. Look up the walks. Walk totals. 4,000 walks in his oh. career. I don't know. I just didn't, I don't know. It, it It felt like, and maybe that was part of it too, is because he'd be pitching no hitters in games that didn't matter, and maybe that bothered me. I don't know what, something as a kid bothered me about Nolan Ryan. And, I, and even though I, he had pitched in Jacksonville for the uh, the Mets farm team in Jacksonville and that's where the pickle juice story first came from where you soak your hand if you have blisters in pickle juice and there was a big story and I remember the Jacksonville Journal about him soaking his fingers in pickle juice
4: he pitched for 27 years he did that's insane so that's why he's got a lot of walks good for him not bad Two thousand seven hundred ninety-five walks.
3: Right. I was off by thirteen hundred.
4: Five thousand seven hundred fourteen strikeouts.
3: To a lot of heat. What? And what not was only his did his overall he have... record though. What was his overall record? I'm just saying. I'm just asking. Three hundred
4: and twenty-four wins. Yeah. Two hundred ninety-two losses.
3: That's a lot of pitching. I'm not trying to sit here and rip Nolan Ryan. I just when I was a kid, I wasn't a big fan of his, and then when I was an adult, I I don't think I ever let that go. And then when I was old, he was still pitching. Did you I, watch
4: that documentary on him, being no. Nolan or whatever it's called? It's pretty amazing. I think you should watch well, it. That's good. You watch yeah. all these other stupid things, so wait, you should wait, be now, able to watch. Why that. It,
3: what I watch is stupid because it's not. It's good stuff, but. It's not down your alley, which would but be like a like a documentary on the Spice Girls or something. I wouldn't watch that. I did watch one on David Beckham. This see, there where, you go. They were they were involved in that. <laughs> it was good though. David Beckham, he was something else.
4: He was the best with uh, Houston, although he won more games as an Angel. But I think I'll have to look it up because it wasn't just the no hitters. It was the amount of one hitters and two hitters yeah. that he had. Like nobody ever touched him,
3: and he would lose games where he'd give up two hits. So, do you look at a no hitter like a major? In other words, he won. What do you have? Nine no hitters or seven? Seven. Seven. Seven no hitters. And so that was seven majors and several runners, runners up. Maybe. You know, you could make that argument. Why he should be in the Hall of Fame. Why he deserved to get in the Hall of Fame. Longevity is another one. I think he should be rewarded for longevity because you have to get out of bed every day and go go pitch and, and get your arm and take care of your body and not ruin it. So I, I can certainly agree with that. He had 12 one-hitters. So so that's how close he, he was. had a to have uh, 19 majors. And he would break Nicholas's record if he did that. Yeah. (laughs) All right, will you get off the Nolan Ryan thing? Let's talk college football. We
4: will in a second. We'll take a break here in a second and reset. But it's fascinating.
3: No, it's not.
4: Guess how many two-hitters he had.
3: How did we get on Nolan Ryan? Because you were talking about
4: the Astros. Oh. You Uh, brought
3: it up. I didn't bring him up.
4: You did. You said, I never liked the Astros. And then you went on this rigmarole about all the (laughs) Astro people.
3: Yeah, and they took Milo Hamilton away as the see? announcer.
4: So, therefore... That
3: ball's going to take off and roll! You're
4: trying to change the subject, but you brought it up. How many two-hitters did he have?
3: Uh, seven. Eighteen. Near majors.
4: That's pretty damn good. Yeah, it is. So, 18-12. Let's see. 18, carry the two. 23, 23. That'd be 30, right?
3: Oh, you're doing math over there.
4: And then plus seven, thirty-seven, either no one or two hitters. <laughs> That's pretty That's pretty damn good.
1: good.
3: Yeah,
4: he was good, but again, they just weren't good. No, but they had the some good
3: teams. I mean, when he was pitching, because I mean, I remember some really good players there. I don't know if they ever won the division though. And back then, the playoffs were restricted to. To just, I mean, from originally being just two teams, I think it went to four, you know, around that time.
4: Yep, it was hard. And then, so if you say he wasn't very good.
3: I didn't say he wasn't very good. Yes, you did. I said I didn't like him because I thought you he was You said he was an average pitcher because he was rated. basically 500 no, in his career. No, I said career. he was overrated because he was 500 for his career.
4: He has the lowest hits per nine innings in the history of the major leagues.
3: Well, it's because he pitched so many innings. Eventually, you know, no, it actually <laughs> get worse No, he he's kept pitching until eventually you know you can get him out.
4: okay, all right, we'll uh, step out and uh, reset we'll talk some college football. Duels is down on the gators, folks. time to rip them today we'll have some fun with it as uh, it doesn't look good once he started doing some research that the gators have the chance of winning on saturday but we'll talk about that, and maybe the ways they can win we'll do that next here on the tailgate. <laughs>
1: Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
5: Good afternoon. I'm Ben McLeish. The Philadelphia Phillies take on the Arizona Diamondbacks in Game 7 of the NLCS tonight. The winner will secure its spot in the World Series against the Texas Rangers. Our coverage begins at 730. Gator basketball star Riley Kugel was named to the Jerry West Award watch list today. This is Kugel's second preseason award after being named to the preseason All-SEC second team last week. Sticking with the Gators, Florida Volleyball faces off against Ole Miss tomorrow. The 19th-ranked Gators will look for another win against the 8-13 Rebels. There are some local high school volleyball playoff matchups tonight. Santa Fe plays Titusville, P.K. Young faces off against Trinity Christian Academy, and O'Call takes on North Florida Christian. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ben McLeach
1: ninety eight 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
6: Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jameel, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports cards. Whether it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck. We have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh! All the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry and shop are always fully in stock can find our stuff on our website as well mealypops.com that's another way you can interact with the store or you can just come into the shop we're located off 39th avenue by i75 behind walgreens and Sunnys. stop on by we're open every wednesday thursday friday saturday and sunday and you can check us out on our social media platforms instagram tiktok whatnot facebook twitter and youtube we'd love to see you come on out to the shop have some fun we're located off 39th Avenue by I-75, behind Walgreens and Sunny's. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators!
4: cheese has been around hundreds of years,
9: too. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned
10: beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app.
4: Wow, this is a good debate.
10: Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra, limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm, and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Meldon Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me.
11: If we can help you give us a call at 1-800-373-8000 at Meldon Law, we won't back down
4: emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable no one likes it when something unexpected happens and more often than not you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it but i want to tell you about a company that i've seen firsthand fix things and they were fantastic Serve Pro of gainesville alachua county provides 24 7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators.
1: The WRUF radio app, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
11: This
12: is Scott Strickland, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world, on the WRUF radio app.
3: Alright, we are back. We're here on the tailgate. 3928255 8255 the number to call if you want to call in. Now look, I'm not down on the Gators. I just don't like their chances in a game that they're 15-point underdogs, and it's dropped from 24. And when I started, I, like, I've watched Georgia play this year. I've watched every minute of every game Florida's played. Uh, they don't look like similar teams. And I think Georgia's just going to be able to run the ball up the middle where they're excellent. I mean, they've got a great center. He's going to be a first-round draft pick. And Florida's not physically that tough in the middle of the line. And I think Georgia is going to have a – this is my theory, and I think I know Will Muschamp pretty well. Georgia is going to have a guy whose only job is to stop the bootleg pass. And and he's never going to follow the running back or follow the fake. He's just going to go for Mertz. And because they can get away with that, because they've got guys that can cover and guys that can – other things I mean because they've got so many great athletes so that's my the more I've looked into it I mean they're they're number one in offense or one in all. are there two in offense and one in defense or something like that in the country so I know they haven't played anybody but they play whenever they feel like playing and look they're motivated they it's Florida Georgia you don't have to get their attention for this game
13: no
4: I mean, to me, more than anything, I look at all the stuff because obviously the same. I've seen every snap for Florida this year. They need to be able to handle the pressure some way, somehow, and it has to be where, and and I hope Mertz is like this, but I, I know I know how he is about his completion percentage because when I told him it was sixty-two percent last game, he kind of like gave me his cringy face, saying that's not good enough. But they won the game against South Carolina. I think he needs to not take sacks and just get rid of the football. If, if they can't protect him, any kind of sacks and putting you behind the eight ball, so to speak. If you don't stay on track and stay on schedule in this game, then
3: well, and, you're and, not going to but win. But that if you're happened Florida. in this game too, but with South Carolina because they didn't get on track because they were. He would. There was a lot of those possessions where incomplete, incomplete, incomplete. Get it on fourth down. And so you were getting off yeah. track on that in that regard, but, but no, it's they, better than taking a sack. They need to have some th- third and threes. in
4: this Correct, game. that's what yeah. I mean. So yeah. don't get sacked on first down. All of them make say get second and seventeen. So
3: you know, I heard something that I can't remember who said this, and it was a really good point that I hadn't really thought of before. Why the first down pass is such a good pass, a good play. Because that's when you don't get the all-out rush. Nobody's all, all, I mean, unless it's late in the game, you know, obviously. But first down pass makes more, I mean, it makes a lot of sense to do it more often. I think most teams should pass on first down. If
4: pass. if the Gators try to be 50-50 in this game, they won't win. To me, they've got to throw it twice for every rush.
3: I think it depends on how the, how the game's going. That's
4: how they win. They have to. I'm throw just saying, it. in the first quarter, two out of every three plays yeah, must be a throw.
3: You'll know after two possessions whether Florida can run the ball in this game, and if they can't, then yeah, I agree with you. But if they can run it, maybe maybe they're just they play well uh, uh, on the offensive line for this game, and maybe we know the running back's going to run hard. We know they'll have good plays called. Maybe they can find a way to run the ball, and if they do that, then all of a sudden you've got Georgia behind the eight ball. We
4: shall see. All
3: right, let's get
4: to our Titan MRI hotline and Woody. We'll kick it off today. Woodrow, what's up?
0: Yeah, hey guys. I got a scenario where Florida can win the game. I'm not picking them to win. I'm not that dumb. Uh but I got a scenario. I got I got a possibility. Um let's say it uh it rains like hell and got a mud bowl and we get one of those games where that equalizes the teams and you know, we just slog it out and win 21 to 20 in one of those games that you remember, like some of those monsoon games you've had with Georgia. Well, it's not, it's not going it's it's to rain, so there's it's, no point in talking about it's it. It's supposed to be 82 right and sunny, okay? Stop right there. Stop right there. I know it says 0% chance of rain, and it's supposed to be 82 degrees. But here's why I say there's still a chance. Because just a couple weeks ago, I took my brand-new, beautiful 1967 Chevy Nova Hot Rod to my very first car show, And it said zero percent chance of rain and it rained the whole time. Okay? So I know there's a possibility. Okay? And I'm just saying, you think there's a chance? Yes, there's a chance. And that's my that's my possibility. We equalize the game because the because the field is a mess and we just run and run and run and you have a mud ball, you can't tell whose uniform is who, and we went twenty one to twenty and who cares what Will Muschamp does. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I'll still give you Florida in thirteen and a half, but if it rains like hell, I think we can win that game. Okay, <laughs> sure
4: thing, Woody. I, I
3: think you need Kevin Costner to go out there and get a yeah, rain to put day. on yeah.
4: the uh, sprinklers.
3: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right, Woody. Yeah, it's not going to rain, and I don't know that it would. I mean, but that is one of the. Uh, there's a couple little Achilles for Georgia. One of them is right tackle is. A, They've had a couple of injuries there and they're not even sure who's going to start at that spot. So maybe they line up Princely over there a lot and try to get that to happen. Um, uh, one is that they have had trouble. They're a pass first team now because they have had trouble running the ball effectively. Uh, Milton's always hurt. You know, I think I don't think they have a lot of I don't think they're I don't think Georgia fans are really happy with Kendall Milton. He's always hurt. And the other guy, uh Dijon um Edwards, who is uh, really good uh and, and leads him in rushing, has got the same exact injury, but he's still playing, so
4: do you like Dijon Edwards better or Dijon Mustard?
3: I like Dijon Robinson. <laughs> who apparently had too much Dijon Robinson so he couldn't play last week.
4: Yeah. Back to the phones we go. Mike joins us next. Hey Mikey. Hey
14: hey gentlemen, how you doing? Good. Yeah, I this is the first time I've felt real good about the program in a, in a long time. Um, the one thing that was worrying me, would, would he change the offense if something wasn't working? Unlike Muschamp and McElwain, it just would not change no matter what. And he proved that against South Carolina. And I agree with you, Jeff. We're going to have to pass the set up the run because if, if, you, if they just load up the box, Florida's not going to be able to run against them. So you you got to go the other way around, play a little bit more like Spurrier
4: used well, to play, and then... they, they they put six in the box a lot, and, and they kind of challenge you to do that. And we'll just have to see how the how the Gators handle it. I think you can disguise a few things. I think there's opportunities for Mertz actually to to run the ball um, and find some of that. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's going to be fun, a chess match. I think phys, physically, though, that's the question. Can the Gators? compete with George on the line of scrimmage. And, and if they don't, they're not going to win the game.
3: Because they got tape of that Kentucky game.
14: Yeah. And that's the only thing that still has – we've got to be a more physical team. And we kind of got away from that during McElwain and – and uh, um, oh, who's the coach I'm thinking of? McElwain and uh, Mullen. We're, we were not a physical team during both of their eras, And we, you got to build that back up because, you know – you, you've got to. When a receiver catches the ball, you want to punish that guy so he thinks about it next time. Florida's secondary hasn't been doing that, but we, you know, as his recruiting class I think is a miracle that uh, he's gotten us up to this high, and it looks like he's going to hold on to it. And I think that's because I think this guy really has. He'll. If he disappointments, I'm going to be really upset. But I think he's got really high character. I think it's a real deal. I don't think it's a phony salesman type thing. I think he really is a good guy. And I think he, he knows how to pick out athletes that appreciate the being able to come in, to a university that this highly ranked and a, a program with a lot of uh, history to it. I think he's selling the University of Florida. I think he's selling the program. And I just think he's done a heck of a job. I mean, and it's a balanced recruiting class too. Not just loaded up on one side or the other. We do need more offensive linemen, but overall, uh, you don't see anything. I haven't seen any police reports in a long time. Uh, it's just I think we've I think we got the right guy for exactly when we needed it. We needed somebody to cl- clean up this program, uh, and I think he's done that.
4: I think he's been phenomenal, Mike. I Just I mean, everything that you kind of see behind the scenes is genuine. I think there's a an affection for this university, even though there was really no ties to it beforehand. I mean he loves being here and wants to make it really really good and and again wants to win more than any single person myself dually you anybody that 's listening right now, that guy wants to win more than anybody, so uh, he 's going to do whatever he can to to make sure that that happens, or at least what he can do to uh, to make that happen and and you 're seeing that with the recruiting and and how much people. I think believe the same thing that you're doing. I mean, there's a reason why he's getting these five stars and getting some of the best of the best to come here because they believe in him. And I think the yeah. the, the cool part about what I get to do, you know, throughout the the season too, is get individual kind of one on one with a lot of different guys and gets guys from California, it's guys from Alabama, Louisiana, you know, all over the place. And and I ask them always, why did you come here? And it is because of Billy Napier and the way he was with with them and and the family. So it's uh, it's it's kind of cool to to hear all those things. And I think it just shows you that he is doing things the right way. Now you just got to win when when it's all said and done. Get the players here and start winning, and hopefully get back to the the heyday of what it was. It reminds
14: me of how Spur used to, to recruit. You know, he wouldn't lie to somebody, and tell him you're going to start the next year. He did. He told him the truth, and I think people really respect
3: that. Yeah, but Spurrier didn't have to deal with NIL, so
14: I know, I know, and he wouldn't have either. But believe me,
3: they're, uh, the, the, I mean, that's still the the bottom line. Uh, we they can build as many Taj Mahals as they want, but uh, individually, kids are going to want that NIL money, and we'll see how it goes. I mean, Florida seems well, to be. Doing a much better job with that and um uh, than they were before no they're doing uh they're more competitive, and that's one reason they're doing well in recruiting,
14: but they're not being crazy like Texas and m and Miami. I think they're being smarter about it yeah, uh, you don't
3: know that right you don't know what well, any one player at Florida is getting or what any one player at miami it's all conjecture and rumors and you know, that that's well, no. the problem. That's the thing I would like to see is that transparency where we know what people are getting.
15: Yeah, I
14: agree there. They, they didn't know. But I, I thought Texas M wise that was pretty much everybody knew that they were paying a payer. I know Saban went on about it. They're, they're buying a team. and stuff, So yeah,
3: that was legal. I,
14: yeah. Yeah. All right, it's not good, though. But well, that's another day. All right, thanks a lot, guys. All
2: right,
3: Mike. Thank you. It is what it is, and it ain't going away. You just have to deal with it. Everybody keeps saying the market's going to bring it down, uh, you know, that that eventually it'll the market will settle itself. And I'm like, why would – I mean, college football is more popular than it's ever been with with the NIL stuff going on and, and transfer portal and all that and realignment, and people are going to games more than they ever were. So, uh, no, it's not going to – the market's not going to settle. It's going to continue to rise. They're going to want to win more games. I want to be part of this championship run, you know? It's my thought. It's a good thought. Tools. I didn't mean to get off on a rant.
4: No problem. Let's get a break. We'll come back. More of your phone calls. 392 8255. Come join us here on the tailgate.
1: From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM. W-R-U-F
4: we all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing, since 1984. Their name says it all. License number cfc CFC043- 043. 073. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your A.C. unit is at the top of its game, a call to crystal air and water is one you want to make.
1: From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update.
16: It will stay breezy through this evening, but not much else going on. Tonight will be another cool one in the 60s. Your Wednesday morning will be partly cloudy and cool, then warm and breezy in the afternoon with highs in the 80s. And we're just looking at more of the same on Thursday and Friday with sunny skies all the way and highs in the 80s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Jeff George.
1: This is the Swamp. Snap back, looking left. Throws. And at the floor. Florida gets. The stop. It's the Florida-Georgia game on Saturday, October 28th.
12: 15th,
13: 10, to the high!
1: Kickoff is set for 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central, with pregame coverage beginning at 12.30 Eastern, 11.30 a.m. Central. Right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF. We are your home for Tampa Bay Buccaneers football. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF. And anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley here on ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we are back here on the tailgate. Pat
3: Dooley and the great Jeff Cardozo. I'll give you a stat that I uh, I just found this in time to get it up on uh, our, my Dooley's Dozen on Gator's Wire, okay? This is the key to victory for Florida. Okay. It's a great stat. Georgia has yet to recover a fumble this year. Mm. Ah. Uh, telling you.
4: How many interceptions they got?
3: Nine. They they have an even, but they're even on um, – on uh turnover margin, Florida's minus 2 because they never turn it over but they don't get them. They've only got two recoveries um and of course only two picks all year. Um it's kind of weird that way and both those picks were caused by pressure. So guys got to jump in front of some balls, pick them off, man. They're going to have to get something like that. Something that happens early that you got to put doubt in George's mind because this team in the five games, now again, I know all the players weren't there for all these games, but Kirby was there for all of them. Five, they've won five of six, right? In the five games they've won, they've average margin of victory has been 22 points. So they've blown out most of them. I mean, the one was that was closed was the one probably Florida should have won yep. or could have won uh, in 2019. And then, of course, won in 2020. But they need something to happen to put a little doubt in George's mind. Almost like the uh, – almost a, a a a professional version of the stomp, you know, when the Georgia players ran out there, which was chicken crap, as we all know. But they did it to kind of change things up. Florida needs to do something to change it up, and a way to change it up, how about a pick six? I remember when those used to happen occasionally. Let's get one of those done. Jane I'm, Hill's got I'm one. calling for it. Well, that was in his last life year, last year, right? Against Missouri, yeah.
4: So we'll see.
3: That was Brady Cook, too, wasn't it? Who I I tell you, that's the thing about this secondary. They need to be ready to go because in the next four weeks, they're going to play one, two, and three in the SEC in passing. Yeah, Jaden Daniels, who's put. I think, and I, I we can talk about that. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the Heisman. Even though, um, you know, I, I kind of go, I, I still am nowhere near coming up with my what my ballot's going to look like. But I tell you, people that are being considered for, and there's a bunch of them, and I don't know that we've ever been this late in the season going into week eight where there were six or seven, maybe more than that, guys that I am considering strongly for the Heisman Trophy. Really? Jaden Daniels is one of them. Well, I, of okay, course. They lost twice. Whose fault was that? Not his.
4: Yeah, defense. Yeah. But if you're going to say that, then you his can't. His numbers are ridiculous. You can't put Caleb Williams in there either, then.
3: I'm not taking him out. Wasn't his fault. What do you mean? He's had two awful games. He didn't have it. They scored 34 points in that game. Man.
4: He's had two bad days.
3: I don't, I don't. Look, Caleb Williams was going to have to be unbelievable to win it again. He was going to, have to be way better than he was last year. Yeah, um, because n- people don't want to give a second Heisman to the same guy. Um, but you know, there are going to be some games coming down the stretch here that are going to vastly influence the Heisman community.
4: All right, give me the according to Vegas Insider top five best odds to win the Heisman. I because you've looked at your list now that you're you're continuously being a voter
3: and i and i th- i think this is wrong but i think jj mccarthy's number 1 he is number 1 yeah and i d- i don't i haven't seen that yet they're undefeated. i, w- I want to see him play somebody yeah they're not going to play anybody all year so well, it's not no, going to matter Eventually, they're going to play ohio state now if he lights him up he's i don't know that i'd vote for him but all right um, so
4: since we say that and maybe we can wait till a little bit more cuz we got to take a break again we do need to talk about this sign-stealing thing a little bit. I, I will, but I, okay. number
3: two I, I will bet is Michael Penix still. Yes. And three, Bo Nix? He is six. I don't think well, – again, why is Bo Nix being punished for they couldn't stop Michael Penix? No, I don't know. But that's the way it works. Two of
4: the other three are still undefeated.
3: Um, well, it's not Carson Beck. Nope. Um, so I would go with um, – oh, uh, no, so it wouldn't be the Ohio State quarterback. No. Trying to think who's still undefeated. Um, I don't know. I don't have an answer.
4: Jordan Travis?
3: Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting that.
4: Which basically the same numbers as Graham Mertz. Yeah. It's, so that's crazy. They're undefeated, though. They're undefeated. And
3: again, that, that's. But, the,
4: but why does. Like, I
3: don't uh, know. Look, I what the odds are set and what the voters think are two different things, and neither one is going to be consistent. has more a
4: yards and one less touchdown than Jaden Daniels.
3: One day I voted for Noah I mean, Brandeis, Jordan Travis. third on my ballot. Yeah. And I was chastised for it, not by the, the Heisman committee, but I thought it'd be cool that he could say one day that he got a vote. Yeah. I may do that with Graham Mertz this year, but I think he's he's deserving to be on that ballot. I'm saying I'm not saying he's deserving to be in the top three. Yeah, but he's had a great year. He's
4: had a great year. And the other is Dylan Gabriel.
3: Yeah. Well, I thought he might have fallen off, but okay.
4: And then uh, Jaden Daniels is third on that list. So McCarthy, Penix, Jaden Daniels, Jordan Travis, Dylan Gabriel, top
3: nine. And that's the thing. Jane Daniels gets a chance. If he goes and beats Alabama, people are going to rethink him as a Heisman candidate.
4: Sure. Let me look at the numbers he's putting up. Pretty insane. All right. We need a break, so we'll knock that out. Come back. If you want to call us, feel free. Titan MRI Hotline, 392-8255. This is the tailgate.
1: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending. Now on ESPN.
5: Good afternoon, I'm Ben McLeish. The Philadelphia Phillies take on the Arizona Diamondbacks in Game 7 of the NLCS tonight. The winner will secure its spot in the World Series against the American League champion Texas Rangers. Our coverage begins at 7.30. Florida Volleyball faces off against Ole Miss tomorrow. The 19-ranked Gators will look for another win against the 8 and 13 Rebels. Sticking with the Gators, Florida soccer finishes off its season against South Carolina on Thursday it will be a tough matchup as the 17 ranked Gamecocks only have one loss on the season so far. There's some local high school volleyball playoff matchups tonight. P. K. Young plays Trinity Christian Academy. O'Call faces off against North Florida Christian. And Santa Fe takes on Titusville. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ben McLeish.
1: ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF
4: big mills is a small place with a big taste there's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor well i do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives it's the docs at auto er A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to.
7: Your commute to work, a trip to the grocery store, even dropping your kids off at a football practice. Get paid to do it all with Rapify, an app built for people like you to supplement your time on the road. The good news? We're live in Gainesville, but spots are limited. Sign up now to earn up to $450 per month, plus added swarm event bonuses for getting your vehicle wrapped. Head to the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store and download the Rapify app to get started today. That's Rapify, W-R-A-P-I-F-Y. We look forward to seeing you on the road with us.
17: This is the event you've been waiting for. International Super- Diamond Super- Center's Super- biggest Super. and final storewide sale of the year is next weekend, November 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Storewide savings. Take 20% off or get 36 months zero-interest final And it's like double the selection with top designers flying in with their entire collections, all of it on sale. Baraggio, Simon G., A. Jaffe, and many more. Plus, over a 1,000 new diamonds have been purchased just for this event. Maybe it's time for an upgrade next weekend, November 3rd, 4th, and 5th at IDC Celebration Point on Approved Credit.
9: Total Control. We'd all love that, wouldn't we? You can
17: have total control of your home environment with help from Electronics World. Let the pros at EW
9: install a system to control your audio, video, lights, locks, thermostats, custom shades, garage door, and more. Plus, monitor your surveillance cameras
17: with just one app. Now that's total control. Electronics World. Visit our showroom in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. After a storm, unlicensed
5: contractors
17: prey on homeowners.
5: Always
1: hire a contractor with a state-issued license. Verify if your
17: contractor is state-licensed at MyFloridaLicense.com.
1: Talking the talk and walking the walk. You are listening to Florida's preeminent sports radio station. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
12: This is Coach Steve Spurrier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on WRUF radio app.
3: Oh, boys don't cry, but boys do cry when they lose the Florida-Georgia game. That does happen sometimes, dun-dun-dun-dun. Funniest thing I ever saw at a Florida-Georgia game, I got a lot of them, but I think was when these Georgia fans, they had lost, and they were as they were driving by, they started throwing chicken wing bones at us. Because they didn't like, they didn't, they didn't like our orange and blue outfits. Oh, right. well, not mine! I wasn't wearing orange and blue at the time. My. Uh, so all of a sudden, you're just like this hail of chicken bones. Interesting. They weren't coming at us like a big pile of them. They were coming one at a time, like few, 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 like they were throwing snowballs.
4: My best. Uh, this was seven or eight years ago, probably. Just driving in, and I didn't stay at the hotel the, the night before. I had yeah. something Friday night, so I just driving in and of course I get stuck in traffic and you're driving down the road and you get close to the stadium I was looking over to the right and all these there was a bunch of frat dudes and sorority girls they're all holding up these numbers and I'm wondering what the heck they're doing because like every car that would go by they'd hold up a number so I'm like watching this because you're bumper to bumper and I finally like get closer so I roll down the windows kind of see what was going on and they were scoring you one to 10 on how good you looked. The girls were doing the guys, if they were, you know, guys were doing girls. So I got there and I'm like, oh man, I could hear them like, because people were asking what the numbers were meant. And then I pulled up, I got a nine from this sorority chick. I was like, hey, I still got it. So it's my highlight of Florida, Georgia.
3: It was out of 20 though. So they said 10. Yeah. So we'll see. i got some good stories that I can't tell on the
4: air. Of course. <laughs> a lot of good ones over the years. All right, back to the phones. to Get uh, Joe to join us next.
18: Hey, Joe. Uh, afternoon, guys. Hey, I, I just, uh, just turned on the radio, and uh, I have a good Georgia-Florida story about a long, I don't know how many years ago, quite a few years ago, we were leaving the game, and we had just lost. And uh, we had a a bucket of chicken wings that we hadn't eaten. So we started eating chicken wings. We saw a bunch of Florida guys on the side of the road. So we started throwing chicken wings at them.
3: (laughs) 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 That's a good one. I like it.
18: My real calling is, Pat, you gave half a stat, man. I can't stand half stats. Georgia has got nine, uh, has got zero fumble recoveries, but nine picks. Yeah, I, I, I said that, yeah. I didn't hear you say
3: okay. that. Yeah, no, they got zero, and they've only forced, I think, two fumbles all year. Which no, I think is Georgia,
18: what... Georgia this year has been willing to give up the fumble. They, they've they had a problem hanging on to the ball. Um, now they've recovered some of their own fumbles, but that's been an issue, and uh, hopefully it won't be an issue Saturday.
3: Yeah, it's like both teams, neither team ever seems to either cause or get fumbles.
18: Yeah, well, Georgia doesn't have the the pressure that's been putting on quarterbacks the last couple of years, and that's that's been a big part of it. But uh, it's his uh, defensive backfield is probably the strongest defensive group they've got. So hopefully they'll get a few picks from Mertz, though he doesn't seem like a quarterback that tends to throw many.
3: No, he's only thrown two this year, and they were both deflected. So and they both should have been caught. well, one of them should have been caught. The other one I don't know about, but. Um... Yeah, so he's he's taken the high road and taking a lot of checkoffs and that's been good for Florida, but I don't know that they can win doing that. Uh we'll see. But uh no, there cool. there's no doubt they've got a great secondary. Um you know, they've got a guy who is uh second in the I think in the nation or in the SEC in picks with four. Um so they've got good players. There's no doubt about it. I mean this is look, they have the best recruiting classes every year. They they've stacked them for eight years. And this—that's what Florida's it got. To dividends.
18: Yep. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it's the saving way, right? Yeah. I mean, I think it's like
3: their their starting right tackle is a senior. Got hurt. They put another senior in there. And uh, he got hurt, but they and then they got another kid that's that's been playing there. But they don't know which one's going to play. That's the only area where you go. Well, Florida may be able to take advantage of that. I can't think of any other place where they can take advantage of it.
18: Well, you know, half our running back stable is injured, and
3: uh, well, Kendall I mean, Milton I mean, says he's injured.
18: Yeah, well, Kendall Milton's always somewhat injured, <laughs> yeah. but you know, Bron- Bron- uh, Robinson's out, and uh, um, I'm not sure who to, oh, uh, Andrew Paul. He's actually has played a little bit, but I'm not sure why he's not getting more. But you know, anytime you put Cash Jones in the backfield, you know, you, you know, you're reaching the bottom of the barrel. Even though Cash is great at what he does but uh you know he's not the uh, he he's no uh Kendall Milton. Well, he could be My cash God, money. Let's, yeah. He's got yeah, yeah, he probably is cash money in the NIL days. Oh yeah. Um let's have a great game. Go Dogs and uh y'all have a good weekend. It'll be fun,
4: Joe. Appreciate you. Let's uh get Bob to finish up the hour. Hey Bob.
19: Hey, I appreciate the opportunity. So, back in the two years that uh, we went home and home with Georgia I took my teenage son to uh to Athens, and we were parked on the street, and he was just bugging the stuff out of me to go up and try and get better tickets. And of course, I had no no thought of of doing better than we had in the Gator end zone. So we're walking up there, and there's uh, two old couples, two younger couples, all wearing Georgia colors, and uh, they're negotiating. Now that breaks off and we walk a little bit and one older gentleman says to the other well you think the least they could do is offer you face value and they agreed on that and we walked along a little farther and gentleman looked at me and said is that your son i said uh, yes sir it is and he said look i've got two tickets i can't sell that are on the 50-yard line where are yours I said, they're in the end zone with the Gators. (laughs) And he said, I'll tell you what, I'll swap. If I got two tickets on the 50 that I can't use, I may as well have two in the end zone. And they swap tickets with us.
4: How about that? That's pretty cool. It
19: was a good day for us. (laughs) And we won the game.
4: It was was a great day for uh, for winning that, of course. Well, well, neat. That's a great story, Bob.
19: All right. Well, thank you. Y'all you have a good evening. Yep,
3: thank you. Yeah, it happened to me at a Florida Georgia game once. Not, but it wasn't obviously on the campuses. It was we, uh, me, and my friend um, Sammy West. We got tickets, but the tickets we got—this is—I I have forgotten about this story. Well, the tickets we got were not good seats at all. But we we got there very early. And we went and we sat like on the 50 yard line, um, you know, like 30 rows up, and just sat there and said, Oh, let's see if anybody comes and kicks us off. Well, this guy comes and sits down right in front of us, and we had an air horn. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, here come the gators. <laughs> Finally, he goes, Hey, guys, here are two seats on the very opposite side. They're 50 yard line seats. Will you go sitting there? I was like, we go, Sure. <laughs> so, we went from end zone seats to having 50-yard line seats. Nice, It was good. And I think Florida tied that game 13 all, 69. I think it was. That was uh, disappointing. 13 all. I think they missed a. I think they had a field goal at the end. The way I remember it, and it may not be right. Field goal at the end. It was a bad snap, bad hold, the bad kick. It was everything it had all all the elements wrong to it.
4: Was the game back then still? Considered to be what it is today? Like,
3: without, as far as like the hype and everything else? No, yeah, it was huge. It was
4: still a big game?
3: I mean, it's one reason Spur wanted to be George. Yeah, it was that. But it was, yeah, no, it was a a big deal. Uh, Florida, Georgia. I mean, one of my favorite memories is Richard Trapp running back the, uh, or catching that little uh, screen pass and running 52 yards for a touchdown. I can even remember. How many yards it was.
4: All right. Well, we'll talk more Florida, Georgia in the second hour here all the way until 6 o'clock. Got some cool stories. Love to hear them. You're listening to The Tailgate.
1: WRUF Gainesville U251CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF
2: you spoke we listened you wanted the easiest car buying experience ever so we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership work kids soccer practice grocery runs jury duty really that again gatorland toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list with express shopping you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home For the easiest car buying experience ever.
17: I had low back pain that was due to herniated
7: discs. Meet Dr. Justin Garzone, another satisfied patient who found regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics. Over
17: a very short period of time, the pain went away completely, and I have had absolutely no symptoms or pain since my treatment.
7: Before Dr. Garzone found QC Kinetics, he was looking at all the old school
17: pain treatments. It was recommended that I have steroid injections done, but then unfortunately my insurance company said that I would have to do three months of physical therapy first, and I needed to get better quickly.
7: With QC Kinetics, the doctor got lasting relief with no downtime.
17: I didn't have to take any medications during my treatment. I avoided surgery, and I am
7: now pain-free. Don't live with chronic pain, and don't go under the knife. Call QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, for a free consultation. Call QC Kinetics,
15: 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550.
2: Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352 hundred forty-five fifty.
10: I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm, and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Meldon Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself, and I gave him a call, and they completely changed everything for me.
11: If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Meldon Law, we won't back down
4: it's a hard reality to know you're getting older believe me I sit next to Pat every single day but we all have to go through it and with it comes some aches and pains with every single step but the good part is the pains are fixable and one quick stop into Titan MRI will get you going in the right direction there's lots of us out there that think we can just handle pain or it'll just eventually go away but what you may not realize you could be ruining yourself for many years to come I'm telling you go see Joe and the crew at Titan MRI their entire mindset is finding out what you need to feel better and getting it to someone that can fix it with an average scan time of just 10 to 15 minutes you'll be back on your way carrying on your day in no time titan mri is the only locally owned and operated mri center in gainesville and their staff has more than 20 years of experience in the community and they've been so good that lake city came calling they've got a place that is perfect up in columbia county as well even your own doctors are bringing their families to titan mri so get in front of those aches and pains and tell your doctor to refer you to titan mri
0: This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff
1: Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255.
2: You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you and then say it, I just say it.
1: Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at UF. And at pat underscore dueling. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat.
3: Alrighty then. We are back with the second hour brought to you by Melvin Law. They won't back down. Appreciate our great sponsors. All of them. Um, now I get this song stuck in my head. I got to get it out. One step Beyond
4: The Buzz Light here?
3: No, it was a it was an MTV crea- uh, I, I'm trying to think it was it Madness maybe sang it? Madness sang our house in the middle of our street. Do you remember that song? I do. Okay. I don't know if they did one step beyond or not. I think they, they, they might have.
4: It's different than burning down the house.
3: It is. Was that talking heads? That was talking heads, yeah.
4: I was also in Revenge of the Nerds.
3: That, see, my favorite, uh, my favorite soundtrack of all time, I think, I, I, I'm pretty sure I'm right on this, but I may be forgetting something, was Garden State. Changed my life as a, musically. I, I'll, I've discovered bands I'd never heard before. Shins, I never knew much about them, and people like that. Yours is Revenge of the Nerds.
4: I just said a movie. That was it.
3: No, you. But you bring it up. It's like your vantage point. It's a good movie of all everything in life. Girls making out, being a nerd. It's Dar- everything about you. Darth Vader uniforms. Darth Vader uniforms. That's where Mullen got Football it from. Football teams picking on you. It's everything.
4: Yeah. Throwing uh, icy hot in the jock straps. Yeah.
3: It's everything you experience in high school. That so was my life.
4: I was a nerd, and I'm proud of it, just like Porter, who's a nerd as well, I bet.
3: Well, I'm definitely proud of it. I'm not sure. Um,
13: uh, <laughs> um, Pat, you were talking about can't get it out of your mind. Somebody told me, a, uh, I can't remember how long it was ago, and I had forgotten it until just now. Anytime you get a bad song in your head, get, think, think of the ELO, can't get it out of my mind. And I'll just start singing that, and then all of a sudden we will have a good song. No,
19: I can't and, get it right. out of my oh, yeah,
13: head. I I, what, a, what a great idea. I like that one. I'd forgotten about that. Now I, I got you. that one in my um, head. <laughs> yeah, but at least it's a good song. That's the point. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to go a little off the rails for a Florida Georgia memory, and um uh, it's definitely a, it's sort of unique, but I think everybody would appreciate it. Uh, it's, uh, we're, it's Urban Meyer's first year and um, I forget the exact score. But we're on the way back, and we're listening for uh, – Tennessee, South Carolina happens to be going on, and it's fading in and out. We're listening and listening, and South Carolina, under Coach Spurrier, pulls the, the upset over Tennessee on the road. And, uh, of course, we're all happy for that. And uh, we're listening to post-game comments, and uh, they're, they're right there on the field interviewing Coach Spurrier. And whoever's doing the interview – Says, oh, Coach, I don't know if you know, but uh, Peyton Manning's in town today. They were renaming the state, the drive out here, Peyton Manning Boulevard or whatever. And uh, you know, of course, he never beat he never beat you, and now he's in and Spurrier. Cut him off, and he goes, Yeah, yeah, you know, I was up in Washington. We we beat the Colts up there too. Maybe he's our good luck charm.
3: We're going to take him with us wherever we go. Yep, I remember that. <laughs> that was just that was just classic Spurrier. And we, I remember start, they ran an, uh, an, an, an up and go from the five yard line, which think you well, you would think would be an impossible play to run, right? They're on the five yard. Oh. list for the winning touchdown, and they ran like a hook and then go and and he threw a perfect pass. I think was That's that great. Edwards was that quarterback then. Yeah,
13: I'm not sure. Yeah. I didn't see it. I listened on the radio, no. but I remember. I don't remember the scores of either game, but I remember together they were thirty to twenty five. Because for the I next, think that one was like weeks, seventeen we
3: were, thirteen maybe yeah something like that.
13: Well, this is, I know for a fact that that's—I won't forget that. The two, our scores because it was it was a Spurrier and the Gators thirty, Georgia and Tennessee twenty-five. <laughs> that was how we had it. So anyhow, just wanted to pass that along to you. And um, and I think that's it for now. Go Gators, be safe.
3: Right, this is a good Spurrier story. I—I I, I don't know if I mentioned this yesterday or not, but he—he he brought it up. But I asked him about it. He's got more wins against Georgia than any coach ever in the SEC. Oh, any coach ever. It's pretty good. 16. 11 at Florida, five at South Carolina. Not bad. It's very good. He was going to battle with little, not all the talent, but. Yeah. But I mean, even even when, uh, it, remember the famous Spurger quote after they beat Georgia that one year? I think it was 92 when they beat him. And he said, he said, Yeah, every year recruiting rankings come out, they have the higher ranked team. I don't know what happens to those guys when they get up <laughs> to Athens.
4: <laughs> a lot of good ones for sure. Uh, speaking of a crazy stat, you don't think this is crazy, but it's—is it's, it baseball? It is. It's kind of strange. How did I know that? So Phillies have been playing for 141 years. It's a long time, right? It is. That means they start in 1883. This is the first game seven that they will ever play as a franchise. Really? It pretty nice. I'm
3: just going back and thinking of the like the Pete Rose-Mike Schmidt season. I think it was six when they won it. Because I remember, didn't Pete Rose catch the last pop-up foul? I I, I, I could see that visually. I don't know.
4: But remember our stat from yesterday? Dusty Baker and Bruce Bochy? Yeah. Baker had never won a game seven, and that's still the case.
3: He didn't even come close to winning again. that game, set. No.
4: Yeah, Give give a lot of credit to Bruce Bochy, who's now taking his third different team to the World Series. Amazing.
3: Amazing.
4: Pretty good. Pretty darn and, and good. And that
3: was the thing. They, the Rangers kind of came out of nowhere for the baseball novices. And know.
4: remember, they don't have DeGrom. Yeah. Like, he's sitting on their bench, and he might be the best pitcher in baseball. And
3: they didn't know if they were going to have Scherzer. And up, yeah, but he wasn't very really good. He wasn't very good, good, but yeah.
4: But they got him back. And it's big game story. All right, let's go to Murray and see what he's got today. Hey, Murray, what's up?
19: Yeah,
18: I'm enjoying your show as usual, you guys. Thank you. Uh, my my best memory, didn't have too much
14: to George, but I always got a kick out of it. It was a T-shirt I saw, and what the T-shirt said was, Spurrier's Johnson's much better than Bowden's Winky. I got a kick out <laughs> of
4: that. That is
18: Anyways, good. Anyways, enjoy the show, fellas. <laughs> Thank you, Murray. You guys take care. Yep. Yep.
3: I remember I bought this T-shirt up in Athens um, in '95 because when Florida was up there because um, I was there for a whole. They sent me up there for a whole week, so I, I got this T-shirt that they had, and it was it said Athens, Georgia, a drinking town with a football problem, and I was like, man, that is perfect. So I, I think I wore that for a good four or five years. Well, I love that T-shirt.
4: Yeah, they there's some there's some good ones.
3: That was the old days. But yeah, when they, they had don't, a problem. Now, but, you I don't, don't have a problem.
4: But even I remember coming up here for a lot of games. We'd come up for homecoming every year. So I'm, I'm a kid, but used to be able to go into the you know the store across the street from mm-hmm. the stadium, shop, yeah. all those different places. But they had like cool sayings on shirts and funny stuff. But you can't do that anymore.
3: Very corporate now. Yeah,
4: yeah. like you can't ever have any fun stuff. Like I would always make mom and dad buy me one of those shirts and I'd wear it back to school and I thought I was the coolest person ever in high school.
3: You know, once a year when we were in, in high school and in college, uh junior college, Robbie and I and our two brothers, the two Tim's would make a trip over here to the gator shop, which is, I guess, w- across from where the swamp used to be. I don't even know what's there now. It's an apartment building, Yeah. but to the gator shop and load up on all our money would be spent on, on buying gator stuff. Yeah. And, um, uh, it was that was a pilgrimage. Yeah,
4: I mean, there really isn't any of those shirts anymore. It's all just no plain. But I mean, you have obviously cooler designs now, and I think that's why it's unique to buy the old different logos and fun ones over the years.
3: Yeah, no, I mean it's... Then you uh, can of course get those at Alumni Hall endorsement. Yep, absolutely, good, uh,
4: good, good stuff there. Which, by the way, they did just get in there. Uh, New Nike collection from the uh, the military stuff that will, uh, oh, yeah. of course, be a part of the Arkansas game as well. And we're in black. They've got some blackout stuff over there, too. So if you want to uh, join in on everybody else and do that, go check I, them out at I Alumni saw, Hall.
3: I saw a tweet that I know would have gotten you en, enraged, and it was uh, from, I think it was Barstool, Florida, which I don't even follow, but somehow I still get their tweets. I think it has to do with a new Twitter. But anyway... It said uh, noon game for Arkansas. Forget the blackout. Nobody's going to do that in Gainesville, Florida. Um, and I'm like, well, Jeff's already looked it up. It's going to be 66 that day. I think I don't think anybody's going to pass out in the stands from 66 degree weather. You might want to wear a black like pullover or something like that.
4: Yeah.
3: But anyway, that's that's not, that's next week. Got to worry about this week. Yep.
4: Go get it done. All Got to
3: right, get it done.
4: Got to get it done. We'll get a break. We'll come back. More of your phone calls, 392-8255, if you want to join us here on the tailgate.
1: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
9: Good afternoon. I'm Haley Hurst. Florida sophomore guard Riley Kugel was named to the Jerry West Award watch list today. He was recognized as a top shooting guard in Division I men's college basketball. More in Gator Sports, the 19th ranked volleyball team will travel to Oxford to take on Ole Miss Wednesday night. In the MLB, the Philadelphia Phillies take on the Arizona Diamondbacks in Game 7 tonight. The winner will secure a spot in the World Series against the Texas Rangers. Coverage begins right here at 7.30. The NBA regular season will kick off tonight with the Los Angeles Lakers facing the previous champions, the Denver Nuggets. High School Volleyball District tournament matchups continue tonight. PK Young faces Trinity Christian Academy and Oakall takes on North Florida Christian. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Haley Hurst.
1: ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
4: And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And With more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No jobs too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right call up vintage electric today at three seven one eight zero two one or visit them online at vintageelectric.net
0: hey y'all it's kyle from leonardo's 2023 is flying by and suddenly it's football season get your friends and family together and come on down to gainesville's iconic restaurant leonardo's pizza Millhopper. at leo's we're serving our famous deep dish pizza heavenly garlic knots, and the ever-popular salad bar, the same way we've been doing it since 1976. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for the sexy food pics and the fundraising calendar. And of course, don't forget to say you heard me on the tailgate. Oh, no, not only salsa, do we're constantly telling you about
4: all the great things that you can go buy at Oak's jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street and while that's still true now is the perfect time to have oak's jewelry buy something from you gold and silver prices have skyrocketed and if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash we'll take it to oak's jewelry and walk out of there a winner the price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry making people sparkle and smile for decades.
10: I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm, and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Meldon Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself, and I gave him a call, and they completely changed everything for me.
11: If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Meldon Law, we won't back down.
4: Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. Servpro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators.
1: Sports with Steve Russell Weekdays at noon Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM 8.50 AM WRUF And on your phone with the WRUF radio app The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues Here on ESPN 98.1 FM 8.50 AM WRUF And on your phone with the WRUF radio app
0: all right we back
4: doles and dozo here a tuesday edition of the tailgate florida georgia week some good stories on the georgia side and the florida side so those are always fun keep them coming and some uh t-shirt ideas or things that we've seen over the years tony chimes in and says uh one of his favorites all the way back in the early 90s garrison Hurst likes it doggy style <laughs> He was a good. Uh, he was really good. Pro as well.
3: He, uh, he almost won the Heisman. I think. I mean, he had a shot at winning the Heisman. He had a really good game against Florida, but Florida still always, always won those games. Remember the good old days when Florida, Florida would won win fifteen out of seventeen or whatever it was. And yeah, and
4: I, I growing up, I never even thought Georgia was a rival because. All I knew was Florida beating Georgia,
3: you know who's it was done, Florida
4: State was the yeah the rival
3: do you know who 's done more to affect Florida not winning since that great win than anybody? Rome West champ. yes, yeah, he lost three in a row, and then he goes up there and beats them all. And now he may win at three in a row, yeah. three national championships in a row. I blame him, yeah
4: <laughs> all right, back to the phones we go. It is uh noel 's turn to join us. hey, Noel.
15: I got a good, I got a good story from 1984. Okay. We, uh, back then we couldn't even buy a win from them and, uh, 84 rolled around and we beat them. I think it was 27 to nothing. And, uh, so we stormed the field. I know you don't like that, Pat, but we did it anyway. (laughs) And, uh, and, uh, I ended up with a piece of turf in my hand with a cup full of bourbon. In the, on the 50-yard line, asking a cop what time it was. And he didn't make anything of it except to tell me what time it was. And, um, so I just went on my way. And I, I went and hung around the uh, RV city, talked to a bunch of people, got a bunch of free food. Everybody was pretty cool, even the Georgia people. But uh, my fraternity brothers left me at the stadium. They couldn't find me. So <laughs> they left me at the stadium. And I'm wandering around for like two hours eating and drinking for free. And uh I finally found a payphone somewhere where I could call them and they had to come and extract me. And uh I'll never forget that. It was so much fun. I had that piece of turf for like twenty years.
3: So maybe you're the guy that Bill Casteltz named it the world's largest outdoor cocktail party <laughs> after.
15: <laughs> maybe, but I think they were saying it before I got there.
3: Yeah, I think I think that story goes back to the sixties, I think.
15: Yeah, well, it happened to me. Uh, somehow I remembered it.
3: <laughs> well, that's the hard part, and I've seen some. Remember, was it was it uh, two or three years ago? Somebody drowned in that little retention pond out there by the uh, in between the baseball and the and the football stadiums. Yeah, somebody drowned in the retention pond. Another year, somebody fell off a building and died. Yeah, I mean, it
4: was several three in a row. I think three uh, years in a row.
3: God, just gotta get uh, have fun. But chill out. And don't be driving.
4: Yep.
15: Yeah. I, I, I survived my youth. So <laughs> we got through
3: it. That's a great way to put it, because I think that's we all have to survive our youth.
15: <laughs> yeah. But, um, that's the story. And uh, we forgot my drink for yesterday. I know you talked about it, but there was actually a drink in my fraternity house named after me, and it was called the Ulster Vision. Wow. Uh, and it was a... Uh, Let me guess. Vodka.
3: Let me guess what it was. It was bourbon okay. and turf. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
15: muddy waters. Yeah, <laughs>
10: yeah, yeah. It was uh,
15: vodka and Sprite with a touch of ginger in
3: it. That's called it's a good. Moscow mule, isn't
15: it? No, they didn't call it that then.
3: <laughs> it was the the no what?
15: The Nolster. Business. Nolster.
3: Nolster.
4: That's awesome.
3: All right. Well, really, right.
4: really good stuff. No, thanks for calling, man. Always. Yeah, appreciate you.
3: The Nolster. The Nolster. Sounds like a good drink to have. Heck yeah. yeah.
4: Can't beat it. Let's get uh, the cattleman ready to go for his cattle call today. Howdy, sir.
11: Hey, guys. Waiting for another uh, big weekend, a good college football. Waiting on a cocktail party myself. I'll tell you what, guys. Um, you know, if that Florida-Georgia game was home and home, I'd probably go to it. But it, the Jacksonville thing makes it unique, of course. And I'd, I hope to see it uh, one year. I think it's um, it obviously is one of the most unique games in college football.
3: Yeah, I think the real danger of uh, what might happen is when the Jaguars have to shut down for a couple of years, where they go is going to have a lot to do with where they, whether they come back or not, you know?
11: Yeah. I want to make my call here, but off the top of your head there, Pat, what are the one or two more unique games in college football besides the cocktail party? I guess going to see a game at Army, you hear a lot about that. Um, I guess uh, – Oklahoma, Texas. Yeah, the Red, Red River, River
3: rivalry. Texas. I've been there. It's 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 similar to Florida Georgia, but nowhere near as uh much of a drunk fest cuz if you know the whole Texas State Fair is going on literally in the in the tailgating area. So, yeah. uh people are eating fried foods instead of dr- drinking.
11: I'd say Notre Dame and Boston College in Boston might be fine Drinking so, Ulsters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, three quick hits for you. Um Let's go to Kevin Sumlin, guys. Have y'all seen this news? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, dumb coaching the Hall of Fame. We've had some pretty good uh, qualifiers this year, obviously. Um, Mel Tucker, I think he might be that might be the best of all time if you back off and think about it. Uh, guys, these coaches, they, they have all these staffers and these young buck kids that are trying to get a job. They've got plenty of money to buy an Uber. I assume I can answer my own question here. The reason these guys are driving around lid at one in the morning is they probably got a girlfriend or something. in all these towns, why are these guys not just either a calling an Uber or B having a staffer riding right along with them, a GA or something?
3: Why does anybody do it? I mean, why does anybody drive when they? Well, no, drive? no.
11: The average the average guy making fifty k a year, maybe don't want to drop eighty dollars on Uber. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm a,
3: I don't know where I'm you're ta- going for eighty dollars on right, Uber. Right, like right. But $10, I'm $10, talking
11: but... about I'm, ta- I'm talking about these coaches. With with multi million dollar coaches, Kevin would probably like to be a head coach again. I, I would assume. And all you got to do is is you got to have call it have a take a GA on your trip or call Uber and you get popped for a DUI at one in the morning. I mean, how dumb yeah, can you be? Well, I
4: mean, I I think in his case it's it's their bye week, so he's not going to have a GA with him. It's not like and a, he was down in Tampa. Yeah, it's right? not a recruiting trip. But I think a lot of people just just like if it's not a, a coach, they just think that it's not going to happen and. They think they're fine, and that's certainly a, a problem when it comes down to it. And there's obviously a lot of ego with a lot of those guys, too, that say, hey, if somebody pulls me over, I'm Kevin Sumlin. It's not going to matter anyway. So That's
11: what Gary Pinkle, when yeah. he got pulled over. Yeah,
4: I, I think that's yeah. all a part of it.
11: I'm maybe a little more cynical. I think it's, most of these guys have girlfriends in all these towns. Well.
3: I don't know about that. No, I don't know. I don't know the man, so I can't answer that.
11: No, no that's my guess. Because these dudes have these, They got to. If you, you they got to be smart enough to, to have Uber on their phone. Wouldn't you figure in 2023? I yeah. mean, well, what happens to Kevin Sumlin now? Loxley's too cowardly to fire him, probably. So he's what uh, He's probably going towards TV or he's a career assistant. Nobody's going to give that guy a head coaching job. Well, I,
4: again. What is what is having a girlfriend have to do with not using an Uber? because they don't want
11: to get uh, caught? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no track. There's no credit card transaction. There's no nothing.
3: No, just use a burner phone like Hugh Freeze did. He got yeah. <laughs> well,
11: Okay. Hey, two quick hits, guys. Um, FSU, it, I'm, I'm looking at FSU. Is that a cakewalk to the playoff or not? I think Miami's... Um, Byrne, Miami has talent. Phil Narduzzi, guys, is probably the most underrated coach in college football. Does a hell of a job. Probably not a sexy hire, but probably deserves to be somewhere better than Pitt. And then, of course, the trip to Gainesville. Is Florida State on a cakewalk to the playoff, or do they have a lot of uh, work ahead?
3: I don't think they have a lot of work. I I think they're vulnerable because they still, um, you know, we saw Duke, Duke had them on the ropes until the quarterback went out. So I think they're vulnerable, but it's not like they're playing uh, the 85 Bears down the stretch. I mean, Pitt, I know they had a huge win the other day. Who'd they beat? Louisville, right? But I think their record's like three and five or something like that. Um Miami, you know they're going to uh, – Cristobal is going to screw that game up. It's just a question of when.
4: Yeah, and what, Wake, Wake I think, is on Wake there. Wake is terrible this they're year. They're not any good. Yeah,
3: without Sam Hartman, they're no good. And then, uh, obviously, Florida in the Swamp is is the only reason you would think Florida has a, a decent yeah, that's, chance. The, the game. toughest game left is the Gator game. It is, yeah.
4: Florida's better than – Miami, and that game's in Tallahassee anyway for, for they, Miami. Who
3: would they? I don't know how those divisions play out. Who There's no divisions anymore. It's just
4: oh, there aren't, top, so. top two teams. Who
3: would be
11: this? Probably North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, the more I think about it, I don't see a cakewalk.
3: No, I think it's pretty
11: easy. Yeah.
4: Yeah. That's not that's not hard, except for the Gator game. They'll They'll destroy Miami.
11: Hey, last thing for you guys. We see these uh, highlights as the week goes on from last week. I've been dropping about the uh, crazy um, calling the uh, Bama game, the dumb fake. uh, What what would you call that? Uh, Fair catch on a kickoff. Never seen that. But um, guys, did did uh, Iowa that Iowa Minnesota fair catch in that game? That was even worse. What what do y'all think about that? Uh, I think Iowa won that game and the zebras stole it from them. Be curious to hear your take on that, guys. And y'all hang in there.
4: All right. Thanks, Cattleman. Yeah, I, was, I think that was a joke.
11: Yeah,
3: but I'd never think a zebra is stealing. I think a zebra may have made a mistake. But Missed again, sure, I'm not sure about the uh, actual rule. I saw where they put out some uh, some kind of statement that said, "Look, that is against the rules. You're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to stick weigh, out your hand. Stick out your hand." And he would, did it multiple times. But they
4: people point at the ball all the time.
3: But no, he did it with his other hand too. He was he was going, but he was. I think he was telling people get away from it. Yeah. And I I don't know the rule. I'd have to study up on him and I, uh, get my friend uh, Mike McGinnis. To me, to,
4: there has to, to be a distinct wave above your head, and neither of his hands went above his head.
3: But that's what they're saying. It was an illegal fair catch sign because it wasn't a fair catch sign. Well, then if it wasn't a fair catch sign, why did you call it a fair catch? Right. It, it's yeah. It it was one of the most. Believe me, that game didn't deserve an ending like that. That game deserved for those two teams to have to walk off the field and, and and work at a soup kitchen for, for years because the offense was just so pathetic, so pathetic.
4: Call it a draw.
3: But, it, you know, that guy, that was one of the best punt returns I've ever seen. However, it went for not. That it did. Alex joins us next. Hey, Alex.
17: Hey, what's going on? I'm uh, telling you a Georgia story. Okay. In 1995, me and two friends were driving up when they played in Athens because you know Jaguar Stadium was getting rebuilt, and I got in a tornado accident. Oh jeez! Yeah, it was on the front page of the Gainesville Sun. It was. How about so that? I haven't really. Yeah, I haven't really talked about it, but it was it
4: was
14: scary.
17: Um, but anyway, so we were pulled on the side road. A mail truck swallowed us up, and uh, we were supposed to stay in Macon and get the tickets. And um, the car was totaled. The U.S. Postal truck drove into us. Like, I swear I almost died. We almost died. I'm serious. We almost died. So anyway, we go to Macon. We get a freaking rental car. It was like a Crown Victoria. It was like 1970-something. I don't even remember. And then we drive to Athens, and we, you know, we beat them. But that's a Georgia story for you. We almost died.
19: I know, but literally, you
17: know, I almost died going to a Georgia-Florida game in Athens. And that was the only time we played in Athens in 100 years. Yeah, that's
3: crazy, man. So that was your best win ever, right? Oh,
17: because twice. you were
3: alive and they won. Yeah. You were alive
17: well, <laughs> uh, 1984, 1984, I was at 6th grade. That was the best win. Best win ever. Uh, 1984. But, the win in 1990 five was a great one. Well Spurrier and
19: they that's
17: when he told Travis McGriff what they told you know, Eric Presser. Isn't that when Eric Cresser threw Travis McGriff up yeah. a play it fifty of the game? Yeah, yeah. nobody had ever yeah. put
4: up fifty in yeah, Athens. And
17: then there were Gator fans tearing the hedges apart because they were doing it for the Olympics. They were tearing all the hedges apart. You remember that?
3: Right. No, I yeah, no, I covered those make, Olympics, yeah.
17: They're going to make it a soccer stadium. Right. Yeah. Um, anyway, anyway. Yeah, so it's a big game. What, what do you guys think? I
3: don't know. Oh, 95 was one of my favorite Florida-Georgia games of all time because not only did Florida destroy them, but when we went and found Tim Andrew and Gordon – Robbie and I they were in Vince Dooley's box drinking beer because they had <laughs> banned it early in the game, so they were in there, and then we then we found a bar uh restaurant and watched the Braves win the World Series, so the waves
17: yeah the Braves won the World Series that night, yep. and let me yeah, tell you
3: what exactly people exactly. were honking horns in downtown Athens like they'd just beaten Florida. They were so happy
17: yeah, I remember that, yeah, yeah, I remember, yep, yeah, I remember I stayed in making that night, yeah, they did. And people were like, "I can't believe the Braves won the World Series."
3: Yeah, yeah. I was going to cover Game Seven if they had lost. I was going to go over there the next day and cover that. But I was I was much happier that they won.
4: Of course, had to do it. One to nothing. Well, we're uh, we're glad you made it through that, uh, Alex. That was a an interesting well, story, but it's uh, definitely uh, definitely cool. You survived, man. Not scary. I am glad I survived. No, no doubt.
17: doubt All right. Glad All right. You see you.
3: Yeah, you wouldn't have been able to call the tailgate
18: if you had.
4: That's right. Um, I guess sort of similar, but but not similar. Um, we were in Athens for a baseball series, and the final four was being played. Oh, yeah. So I get to go back to uh, Atlanta and see a game in the final four. That's right, too. So, so you cool. would
3: see game one. Yes. That would have been UCLA. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. That was very cool. That
4: was cool. So, uh, let's see what Tony's got for us. Tony, what's up, man?
20: Hey, guys. Hey. Looking forward to get looking forward to getting hammered Saturday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's the first time I've been able to go for a couple of years. Our, mm-hmm. our our kid was born the day the day before the game a couple of years ago, and his birthday was on it last year. So birthday's on Sunday this year. So
4: uh, not not a true Pulling fan, up. Tony.
3: What the heck's wrong with that uh, kid? Yeah. Poor,
20: poor yeah, that was, that was
4: poor planning yes for sure
20: yeah. <laughs> well yeah what's wrong with you i don't know yeah so, think uh, about that yeah so uh we'll, we'll we'll ease into it though that the days of probably getting down there at eight o'clock in the morning are, are over for another year or two but we'll we'll do park and ride and slam a few home and then uh drink enough to give a to make me think we got a chance on saturday
4: well that's good well yeah we'll get to that point and by the time It'll you make get you into,
3: feel the, good. by the time you get into the stadium, you'll go. I think Florida's going to kill
20: them. <laughs> <laughs> I think, t- to me, the '84 game is kind of like the Miracle on Ice. There must have been like three hundred thousand people there. Um, <laughs> but, but that's my favorite too. That was my first one, and uh, we sat in the upper deck, and we didn't have seniority for tickets back then. My we had season tickets, but not enough to get Georgia tickets. And uh, I remember my dad and I kind of walking around trying to find. Trying to find tickets, and you know, back then the face value is probably like fifteen bucks, and you couldn't get in for less than a hundred. And we decided to take one more walk through RV City, and back when the Bull Gators used to wear the orange blazers, mm. um, one of them saw they my did. dad and I, and yeah. yeah, one of them saw my dad and I, and uh, offered us, you know, tickets for for face value. We pulled out a big wad of them, <laughs> probably a mimic. But uh, anyway, he was he uh, was supposed
3: to sell them to the players and then he forgot to get them. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
20: exactly. So, you know, you know, uh, Tony,
3: you know where I was for that game?
20: uh, That's a great question. I have no idea.
3: Columbia, South Carolina for Florida State at South Carolina. Big ACC tilt. I didn't even watch the game because by the time we got there, we we listened to a little bit on the the radio.
20: You
4: missed everybody's favorite game. For a
20: similar yeah, game,
3: I—I will say though, as fun as the '84 game was, and I, uh, that. Oh. Is that him that went better? Yeah, it was him. Okay. Yeah, was he going to go to the '85 game, which was le- the least favorite? <laughs> I was on the—I was on the field for that game, and I remember watching the—you know—Florida had a chance to score. It was seventeen-three. They—they were on like the ten-yard line. They had a chance to knock it in. Of course, Florida's the first time they've ever been number one. Wow. And uh, they pitched it back. I think to John L. and it hit hit him in the chest and fumbled. And they next play they ran for a touchdown. That was it. That was it. That 94-3. was it. Three.
4: All right. Let's uh, let's finish the story, Tony.
20: Oh, I was going to say that eighty-five game was probably what what made the Georgia hate so deeply rooted. Uh, we we sat in the south end zone right on the dividing line back when it was in quarters, and um, I kind of heard the back end of what Pat said and. We went up and down the field, we just couldn't do anything yep. in the red zone and Georgia ran for like three, four hundred yards, something like that and um, Rodney Hampton yeah, we were...
3: killed them, yeah. And then they yeah, stormed the field.
20: It. Yeah. They had uh was it Keith Henderson and uh I don't know if Lars Tate was on that team or not, Tim Warley. Yeah. They they had a they've always had a bunch of really good running backs, which is kinda of weird. The last couple of years you you can't really name their their running backs, at least like, you know, no superstars, but Kind of, you know, by committee, I guess. But um, yeah, it's it's so much fun. I hope it stays in Jacksonville for a long time. Like you said, I'd I'd rather just build a new stadium here, right next to the old one. But I guess they're gonna, you know, yeah. Trevor Lawrence is doing good, and the franchise has a bright future. So why don't we just move the team out, out of town for two years? <laughs> um, but uh, well, at anyway, least I'm we'll not moving them Diamond-
3: to London. So
20: yeah. Anyway, we'll go Diamondbacks tonight. We'll see what happens.
4: We'll see what happens. Thanks, Tony. Appreciate you.
20: You guys, D backs.
3: I like that team. See if they I, can get I, it. I, I'm starting to know some of their players.
4: Yeah? <laughs> Give me one.
3: Uh, uh no, that guy's gone, too. No, actually, I don't know any of the <laughs> players. I, I can't think of any of them now. Let's get oh, to... the guy that hit the homer last night. Um,
4: Marte? No, Carol? not the other guy. I don't know. Let's see what Danny's got for us. Hey, Danny.
3: Freddie Freeman is his
4: name. Right? Yeah.
15: Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, man. Hey, uh, so I got a funny Georgia story Back in 1992, I was a student at UF, and uh I was walking through campus uh, one morning that week leading up to the game, and I saw this car, and on the back window, in white shoe polish, it had written on it, Georgia sucks golf balls, referring to Ray Golf. I just thought
13: that was hilarious.
15: I wish I had a smartphone. I would have took a picture of it, but, you know, it was 1992, but anyways, it's it was hilarious. You know, the, funny, know anybody the ever...
3: funny thing is, uh, Monday when we did the podcast with Coach Spurrier, I asked him his favorite game, and that was his favorite game because they weren't, <laughs> they weren't supposed yeah. to win that game and and came yeah. from behind to win it.
15: Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. But anyway, so as far as the Florida's offensive line, do you think that they should do some shuffling around with some of the – just? Moving people around, maybe I don't know. Move Kingsley to guard and George to guard, and move some different guys to tackle just to no.
4: Clean I, things up. I, I, mean, I think they're starting to get some continuity, and I, I think yeah. that that's what they need. So yeah,
3: because that's been part of the problem. Yeah, it, the same nobody's yet. been
4: the yeah. same, and and I think Mazuka's getting better, and you know I think George is starting to to understand it. You know, listen, there's there's reason why people transfer and they don't play at another place, and it's going to take some time, but. Obviously they're talented for the schools they go to and get recruited out of high school, but it's a it's a new system and they've got to figure it out. And I think those guys are hopefully starting to uh to, to be that way. And and again, I think it's all about Jake slaughters p- getting better. Playing yeah. together. And when, when you don't do that as an offensive line, you're not gonna be very good. So the so the more they do it, the better they're gonna get.
3: Yeah.
13: Okay. Well I appreciate it, guys. Yep.
4: Thank you, Danny. Appreciate you. Okay. Let's uh, get Lee to join us next. Hey, Lee, what's up? Hey, how y'all doing? Good, man.
13: Hey, Jeff. They say uh, they say your boy's gonna be doing a concert Friday night after the baseball game. I'll
4: be there. I'm ready. Him and uh, Tone <laughs> Tone Lok will be there too. It'll be it'll be fun. Yeah. Which
3: of your boys yeah. is this? Vanilla Ice. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> I, how could I forget? That's right. That the guy with one hit. It was gonna be a.
4: I might be the only yeah. one standing and karaoke into it, but I'll be there.
3: He may play that song yeah. like eight times in a row.
13: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they say he bought two houses out there in St. Augustine. Yeah, he did, he man. He's a resident out
4: there now. Yeah, he's trying to buy up a bunch of land and start up a uh, like a classic cars museum and do all these other things. So I, I don't know why he's found that place but uh he seems to really like it over there
3: st augustine what do you mean why he would like st augustine everybody loves Saint Augustine. <laughs> true i thought he was going to build like a rehab for uh, old rock stars hey, whatever
11: <laughs> yeah but that's all i had to tell you jeff y'all take it easy all right
4: lee thank you man appreciate right. you right. let's get uh chrissy to join us next hey chrissy what's up
8: hey i i just wanted to share a couple of georgia stories i when the guy called and said that um they had had a baby like a day or two before the Georgia game. I just wanted to point out I had my baby on the off week, and I'm actually headed to dinner to celebrate her birthday there now.
3: See, that's way you, that's <laughs> the right way to Good do planning. it. Good yes. it's
8: planning. it's priorities. When we found out we were pregnant, a friend of mine she got out her little wheel that determines you know when your baby's due, and <laughs> and she told me like when she would be here, and I'm like. That's Florida, Georgia weekend. And you know what I mean? I said, well, but I mean, I just sent in my money for my tickets. You know, I mean, I'm going to have the baby. I'm just saying. It's, you know, it's that weekend. (laughs) And so when it came time to figure out when we would induce, I'm like, well, if we can do it like early in the week, then that way, you know, it all works out. It all works out. So, um, but so there was that. But then my, the, one of my favorite was that Ray Goff send off there in Athens. And, we my husband works for a precast concrete company and so when you when you um cut out precast concrete, if you do two big circles, it leaves a football shape center. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like that center. Yep, of that makes two sense, circles. yep. So we headed up to Athens and we put in it must have weighed a hundred pounds or more concrete football that we had spray painted gator blue in the trunk of the car, and took some orange paint, and after we beat the fire out of them, we spray-painted that score. Now, none of us drink, because my husband's like a recovering alcoholic, so we can't, you know. We get up there, nobody's nobody's thinking about the ball game, because, you know, they're worried about the Braves. But we took that spray-painted football and put it, you know how they've got those planters, that go right by, you know, you've got that street that goes by the stadium, and you've got those beautiful planters. Oh, yeah. We put that, fo- we put that football right there in that planter. One person can't move it. It's got to take at least two, <laughs> and left that there in the planter, had the time of our lives. You know, you'd have thought we were a bunch of drunks laughing. Anyway, just had a good old time, and then and then probably about ten, fifteen years ago, maybe we we're here in Gainesville on our way to church one Sunday morning. You know, sweet little precious family on our way to church, and my husband sees a dead. It was a, it was a pit bull of some sort on the side of the road. What it, it was already dead. We didn't kill it. It was dead, and he decides, I'm dropping you off. I'm coming back. He went home and he makes a sign. I'm a realtor, so he's got signs already kind of made up. And he's got to write, it's a week the weekend of the Florida-Georgia game. Oh, that's,
3: that's <laughs> cool. That is pretty, man. yeah, that's, that's great.
8: <laughs> but he, so he gets a sign, he writes Georgia Bulldog and comes back and just puts it right there by that dog. Oh. Wow. <laughs> it, it was already dead. You know what i mean? I know, but
3: I would have hated to met, have met him when he was drinking.
8: <laughs> well, that's the thing. <laughs> and now he's so calm and so we nobody thinks I'm the difficult one. He's so <laughs> you know, but you know, an opportunity hits. You just gotta take it when you can. I yeah, you agree with that. Know, that is just a good point. Take it when yeah. you can. Good it's point. Florida, Georgia. You you know, it's nothing but fun. And anyway, anyway, it's just good memories.
4: Yeah, that's well, yeah. great stuff. I, I love all the stories, Chrissy. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Yeah, all appreciate
3: right. it. One, one of my favorite stories is the year in '94 when we played here, and it's pouring the whole day and we're driving to the game, Robbie and I, and there's a guy running down university Avenue with no shirt on and just running and down right down the middle and just screaming at the top of his lungs. Keep Ray golf, keep Ray <laughs> golf. Luckily they did for long enough.
4: Let's get one last call before we let uh Dooley head to the quarterback club tonight. Hey, Hugh, welcome.
3: Hey
12: guys, is Pat, Hey, Jeff, great show. Thank you. Um, Got a quick, quick question. What's Napier's uh, take on the coin flip? On you know, deferring or or getting the ball. What What's his track record?
13: He very rarely has. They they, they never win.
4: (laughs) They got to do a better job. Instead, instead of calling heads, they need to call tails to win. But I think he, you know, different things. Um, You know, I actually asked him before the last game what he would do, and he actually said he was going to take the ball. and they they got yeah, the, ball anyway. the ball anyway, but but yeah. I think his philosophy though is to defer. He um, he he. I think it he, depends on the game though too. Yeah, you know? but, but he's, he's sort of like Mullen was, and you like the yeah. uh, the to double up, you try to get that score before the half, the scores, and then yeah. yeah. But he's he's more of that well, my, if, if my it came thoughts, down to it. My
12: thoughts. My thoughts are, you know, start of the game, momentum is a key, and if you stop them. That's really not momentum because the score is still 0-0. Yep. You run down a score, you're up, and you're fired up more. That's just my thought. Well,
4: yeah, and that's what they did against South Carolina. I think that was part of what right. he was trying to do and change the narrative on the road and why right. he would have yeah. taken the ball first. South Carolina won it, and they, they got the ball first anyway, but so yeah. it sort of worked out.
3: Exactly. But again, that's an oppor- that's a, that is one of those games where that makes sense to do that. Maybe this isn't a, a chance right, sure. you yeah. want to defer on this game. Sure. That makes
12: sense. Hey, real quick, I know you got to go, but real quick. Uh, We were in nosebleed one year. I don't know what year it was, but it was a 5% chance of rain. And everybody's dressed in shorts. The the Georgia girls have got their little skirts on. They're black, you know. And we're about the second quarter, and all of a sudden, we see this fog coming over the river. And uh, we're like, man, that's some crazy-looking fog. This one guy says, no, that's rain. (laughs) And it, it dropped like 40 degrees. And uh, yeah. it was miserable. I remember that. I'll never forget. I, oh, it was terrible. Pat, I hadn't seen you around lately in in our uh, establishments. You doing all right?
3: I'm around. Yeah, I go to. I just don't <laughs> go out as much as I used to. Yeah, no uh, doubt about it. But I well, definitely. Well, yeah, we used to run running each other all the time. But now I'm I'm. Uh, football season tends to change my life. Tame
4: him a little bit.
11: Yeah,
3: I hear you. I hear you. I gotta get you over Marsh Creek. I started playing again over there. How about I, that? Uh, I'll be happy to join you. I have
12: to, I spend you know a bunch on balls you know you got to get over that marsh it's unbelievable uh, I
3: know so, I know tough track I last time I played there did not go well let's put it that way <laughs> all right guys enjoy all right you show. Y'all have right. good yep good See to hear you. from See you man you. appreciate you. Yeah, man. See you all right Duels has got to uh, yeah. head to the quarterback Baiti, club Batesy speaking tonight all right Batesy.
4: this will be a fun fun yeah, fun it show be fun. just like today was all right uh, Pat's gonna ski daddle we'll take our final break and come back and wrap things up you are listening to the tailgate.
0: This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
4: Yes it's hot out an obvious observation that everybody knows about And the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you well if it unfortunately does I've got an obvious choice to call that is crystal air and water and they're gonna be there to take care of you a hundred percent service satisfaction guaranteed whether you're in Alachua Archer Gainesville Hawthorne High Springs Melrose Micanope Newberry Stark Williston or anywhere in between crystal air is a phone call away they service and install all the top national brands and their Licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out, enjoy all the great things here in north central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into a full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, X-rays and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438.
16: It will stay breezy through this evening, but not much else going on. Tonight will be another cool one in the 60s. Your Wednesday morning will be partly cloudy and cool, then warm and breezy in the afternoon with highs in the 80s. And we're just looking at more of the same on Thursday and Friday with sunny skies all the way and highs in the 80s. From UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Jeff George.
1: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN, ninety eight one FM, eight fifty AM, WRUF.
9: Good afternoon. I'm Haley Hurst. Florida sophomore Riley Kugel was named to the Jerry West Award watch list. This is his second preseason award after being named to the All SEC Second Team last week. More in Gator Sports. Gator Soccer will play their last game of the regular season at home Thursday against South Carolina. In the MLB, the Philadelphia Phillies face the Arizona Diamondbacks in Game 7 of the NLCS tonight. The winner will secure a spot in the World Series against the Texas Rangers. Coverage begins right here at 7.30. The NBA regular season will kick off tonight with the Phoenix Suns hitting the road to take on the Golden State Warriors. High school volleyball district tournament matchups continue tonight. PK Young will take on Trinity Christian Academy. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Haley Hurst.
1: ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Hi,
7: this is Dr. Art Mowry
12: of Exceptional Dentistry listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional
10: Dentistry.
8: Then I was going in to have chemo, and before we put in my port, I called and said, I need to come in because that's one of the things about being healthy, as to have healthy teeth and mouth and wanted to get uh, looked at before I went in. They worked me in right away, and I felt so much more confident about going into chemo and also having them back me up as my healthcare team and the family that's behind me and that Dr. Art called us and said, is there anything you need? And you just don't understand what that means until you go through it, that you've got people behind you, plus such a caring group of people that you can call at any time and say, I have a problem. This is
9: Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com
7: international diamond center's incredible semi-annual store-wide sale is coming november third fourth and fifth it's a three-day sixty million dollar event you can take up to twenty percent off virtually anything or get three years zero interest financing get that two thousand dollar eternity band and pay just fifty six dollars a month you can't miss this up to twenty percent off or three years zero interest financing all rings all earrings all bands all bracelets all fashion jewelry even gia certified diamonds november third fourth and fifth at international diamond center at celebration point
11: after a storm,
1: unlicensed contractors prey on homeowners. Always hire a contractor with a
17: state-issued license. Verify if your contractor is state-licensed at MyFloridaLicense.com.
1: We are proud to be your home for Gator soccer. Spins and fires! Gators on top. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
8: This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 981 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
4: All right, back at it. Final few minutes here uh, of the show. Jeff with you as uh, Pat's heading over to the uh, Gainesville Quarterback Club tonight as they uh, get back after it again, James Bates will be there. So some fun stories. I know Pat's excited about uh, the way he's going to uh, intro Batesy. And for those of you that uh, have not seen it, Batesy has actually been in the uh, the news a lot lately from a, uh, a broadcast standpoint. He does uh, games for the CW on television. So, you know, the, we obviously all get to do reads and Different fun things, and you, and you try to enjoy a lot of that. But apparently, there's a show on the CW called uh, the F Boys or something, and he gets to do a uh, a read, and he, uh, in Batesy fashion, says it uh, all pretty well. Like, what is an F boy, and what does the uh, the F boy Island thing, and all this other stuff. So it's a uh, a good time, but it's basically a, like a dating show that focuses on like three women trying to identify a bunch of dudes as womanizers and all this other stuff. So he has a, a great time with it. So you can check out, uh, all that stuff on social media. And now that it is becoming more and more of a thing, he actually is, a. Uh, reading those cards with uh more enthusiasm and and having some fun with it so it was a fun show today appreciate everybody for chiming in with their georgia stories if you didn't get to uh certainly would love to uh to hear those stories the next couple of days as well as we uh get ready for this game and we'll get into the matchup later on this week and listen georgia's really really good they uh they probably pass it a little bit more than than they do from a, a run standpoint. I think it's about 55 56 percent of the time, and then you know you've got some uh, some runs and different things that they do. But I mean, personnel wise, it's a lot of what the Gators do, and, and I'm anxious to see what they will do without Brock Bowers in there now. And if you listen to uh, to, to Billy Napier earlier this week, he talked about how great of a player Bowers is and gosh, maybe one of the greatest of all time with all the things that he can do. So that's certainly going to make a difference, but they run 11 personnel a lot and now not having the tight end, you know, do they continue to do that or or change things up? Um, their 12 personnel was probably about 25% of the time. 11 personnel is about 60% of the time when you look at it. And, it's it'll be it'll be interesting to uh to then see what they do they don't throw it deep a ton um the, the pass is over 15 yards probably about 25 percent of the time a lot of uh a lot of stuff to to bowers of course screen pass is a big part of their game and i think we know that from uh from over the years with stuff that they want to do so We'll see. It's a, it's an offense that obviously has a different quarterback, and remember, it's a guy that was really, really coveted by the Gators. He ended up not coming to Florida, and goes and sits behind Seth Bennett for a couple of years, and now it's Beck's chance, and we'll see how he does in this game. But the Jacksonville kid will uh, certainly have uh, a lot to play for, and it, it mean a lot in this game for them. But when it's all said and done. And Florida just has to play really, really well. And as we talked about in the first hour, I think from what I feel that they need to do, they they probably need to throw it more than they run it. Georgia's really, really good. So can you throw it probably twice as much as you do in trying to uh, to run the football? And I, should, you know, I really like Florida's running backs, so if they can pop them every now and then. I think we, we know the history of this game, the, the team that runs for more, he's – the one that usually runs. Remember, Treon Harris is 2-0 and against Georgia. And we'll never forget that one game with uh, Treon in there when I think Florida threw it four times the entire game. But hey, they won. And it's not going to be like that this time. So make sure that those gap runs are really, really good. The footwork of these guys is, is really, really good. So get some holes, execute when they need to. Don't turn the ball over, which Mertz hasn't done. And I think be aggressive. I think we, we can see that these Gator playmakers can now cause some issues down the field. Boardingham has become a dude. And if they're going to play press man a lot, then take your shots. Like Go after them. Mertz has the ability to do that and recognize what a defense can do. And if you hit one every now and then, well, guess what? then uh, that is certainly a good thing. But we'll talk about that over the next couple of days. Appreciate everybody for tuning in today. For Duels, Cap Producing today, I'm Jeff Cardozo. Have a great rest of your Tuesday night.
1: WRUF Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville, from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, W.